Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is uh, Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by Mr. MC. That would be me. Yeah, that would see you nearly forgot as well. You threw me so much. <laughs> I can't tell if that was a genuine forgetful moment of your own name. Well, much like everything in this show, let's just pretend and carry on. <laughs> this is episode 23 and it is here, part one, the creatively titled... Here. <laughs> what happened last Here week, MC? Yeah. Anyway, um, well, thankfully, uh, my uh, favourite event of the entire series is that Evangelina fucking died, so oh, I, I don't have meant... to voice her anymore. I thought you were going to say Tifa's pregnancy. <laughs> That's my least favourite. Even worse than the world almost ending. So, yeah, what, what were you saying? Um, Evangelina died, yes. uh, for which I am very grateful. Um, she was, of course, a angel, fallen angel, here to redeem herself for accidentally killing a priest. Um, the exposition angel, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, she kind of uh, set the guys, uh, that is uh, Chip and MC, on the right path, namely against Mr. Johnson. I think chip as well like yeah, especially and also redemption thing for chip yeah and so on she was so on. definitely the catalyst that he needed to come rejoin the gang stay sort away of. from the homeless people that he hates <laughs> come back to the fold and hopefully help mm. the gang stop mr johnson Herato before maybe going evil and then she jumped off a building <laughs> yay <laughs> is this if i knew that 18 years later you were gonna have to do a stupid voice <laughs> that would hurt your throat and i wanted to save you some effort but we're rapidly approaching the end of season three. Oh my gosh we've finally got the the arc of the whole season mm-hmm. going because mm-hmm. um, it ended with a cliffhanger of Chip saying that they need to go and hit up the police station mm. take out Harato maybe find out what the hell's going on mm-hmm. and that's took him a while but yeah, yeah it's taken a long it's taken all season <laughs> it's been a weird one overall I mean we'll talk about this you know when we round up the season at the end mm. but it has been a bit of a strange one so hopefully mm. now we're going to kick on and see what the hell is going to happen so let's get into it here it is this is here part one Previously on Tamara Gayson, Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC and Chip, you all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night. The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Harato hung up. There are five. <laughs> five rules of power, of which he only needs one more to be complete. You must go to England, your mother country, and stop him. Stop Mr. Johnson. Before it is too late! Johnson, isn't that the guy who's going to be Prime Minister? <gasps> Chip asked. Yes, the last phase of power he needs of the five! <gasps> she walked away from the ninjas. Wait! Chip called out, but Evangelina didn't hear him. She started to run to the edge of the building. Chip knew what she was about to do, but in his current state, he was powerless to stop her. She leapt off the building and fell the 60 or so feet to the ground. All at once the gang stood up, wary of Chip's unannounced entrance. Now I know you all don't trust me, and I can't really blame you. (laughs) I don't really trust myself, he started to say, but I know for the time being I'm on your side. Like it or not, I have a prophecy to fulfil, and that will be what I will be. We can't let this thing happen, we need to go to the source and end it, now. Are you saying what I think you're saying. MC asked, a little shocked that Chip was here, giving orders. Chip nodded. We're going to hit the police station, he said. (gasps) The sun's setting. 
Louise noticed as she sat in the back of MC's 1959 DeSoto, <laughs> famously Spike's car from Buffy. Mm, it was mm. also in Sam and Max. Yes, the video that game. was it. Yeah, we've had this discussion before, mm. haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, so what? Jay commented. <laughs> he sat next to Louise on the back seat. She held her crossbow tightly whilst Jay fiddled with his kendo stick. Wait. <laughs> That's yeah. what you call it, wait. <laughs> yeah, crossbow. <laughs> Fiddling with your kendo stick. <laughs> it had been a weapon MC had developed. Oh, what? what, what? Are we saying <laughs> he invented kendo? <laughs> and then wrestling stole it as a weapon to use in all violent matches. It had been a weapon MC had developed. Normally, a kendo stick was around two feet long, whereas this one would tuck inside your waistband, and with a click of a button, it extended to its intended size. <laughs> Sorry, just... A kendo stick tucks inside your waistband, extending <laughs> to its intended size. Two foot. Sounds about right. Wee! Button. <laughs> well, yeah, so it works, right? Also, I like how he's basically invented a wooden lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what he was going for when he made it. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be so cool. He put some neon lights around this melody bulbs. Some... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just him using it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jay caught him one day doing that in the basement by himself. And he's like, oh, no, I've just made a weapon for you, Jay. <laughs> Jay had chose it because it was light, easy to use, and hurt like hell when you got hit by it. Don't you think it's symbolic? Louis said as she continued to stare at the sun. Symbolic, the kendo stick being symbolic is something. <laughs> extending kendo stick tucked inside your waistband. Is this going to be your bit for the entire episode? Apparently. It's not going to be very good if it you keep on. It depends on how many times kendo sticks are mentioned. <laughs> and extending and fiddling. <laughs> Turgid. <laughs> and cock. <laughs> Don't you think it's symbolic? Louise said as she continued to stare at the sun. Maybe. Jay replied. If I knew what that meant. What I'm trying to say is, we're about to embark on a kamikaze mission to the Tokyo police station where we intend to take down their evil leader, thus preventing any world domination. So, does the sun set in symbolise us getting killed tonight? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Louise, again, providing some exposition yeah. there for us. is like, hey, in case you forgot what happened last week, here's exactly what's going on and what we're doing. Also, I really like when symbolism is just explicitly explained. <laughs> yes. It adds to the subtlety of it, doesn't it? Oh, God, I hope not. I'll tell you another thing that's worrying me. Louise said as she looked at Jay. What? This was Chip's idea. What if it's a trap? Jay thought for a moment. So what you're saying is, if we go there and try and stop this thing from happening, we're most likely to die. But if it's a trap set by Chip who's gone evil again, then the chances are we're going to die. <laughs> again, some lovely exposition just mm. setting up the episodes. <laughs> well done, guys. Appreciate that. Pretty much. Man, I never thought of it like that. This could really be the end for all of us. That's what I'm saying. In that case... Jay put his weapon down. Whee! Sorry, just Don't be so crude, Chip, <laughs> honestly. I know that sometimes I can seem stupid or be annoying, but if there's one thing I've learned from being here with you guys, it's if there was anything that meant more to me than Slipknot, money or sex, then it's you guys. I love you. Louise looked at Jay for a second. Gay! She said. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh... Oh, 
Times have changed. I'd love to go back in time and just sit 15-year-old me down and say... Things are going to change culturally quite a bit in the next 15 to 20 years. Not even that. Just like, this isn't okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like before that point, yeah. you know. Just... You can be ahead of the curve, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't use, you know, uh, homosexuality as some sort of slur. I don't know. Maybe think about that in everything you write. Maybe write the <laughs> women characters better or something. I don't know. Just a suggestion. And then give him a good clip around the ear roll. <laughs> I like how you just had some corporal punishment at the end. I'm so woke. Also, hit children. If you want them to learn, you have to beat them. And then call them gay. <laughs> oh, poor Jay. He's opened up his heart a bit there. Mm. And he's trying to connect with the team. And Louise is just having none of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's clearly the emotionally repressed character in this series. <laughs> MC held Tifa's hand as she rested on the bed. Her sickness had come back, and already she had rushed out to the toilet four times. Ooh, what could this be? She's got food poisoning. <laughs> She's got the shits. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. That's what you referred to being pregnant as anyway. <laughs> I'm guessing that healing spell Dom did didn't work that well. I'm okay. She insisted. It's you lot I'm most worried about. She sat up. Oh, yeah, of course Dom... Uh, Attempted a healing spell on Tifa in the last yeah. episode, but clearly he didn't know she was pregnant. Although knowing Dom, he probably does. He just seems to know things. And he just he spent twelve hours in a trance in the <laughs> he found the baby alternate dimension <laughs> of pregnant women. Maybe he went. He took his astral. He astral projected himself into Tifa's womb yeah. and was like, "Hang on, <laughs> it's a boy." <laughs> I know. I'm worried too, but I've been in loads of battles before, and look what's happened. Yeah. You are master who was killed by two raving psycho ninjas who then cut one of your hands off. Then you and your best friend at the time fought as he raised a huge hell demon which threatened to destroy the world. And the only way he is beaten was when your friend killed himself. And now you're about to take on the entire legion of my former colleagues to stop some ancient power from taking over the world. Previously on Tamora Gason, <laughs> every single season of it. Tifa paused for breath. Did I miss anything? MC was a little taken back. Uh, no, that about covers it. Look, I promise you, I will come back from this. He smiled. What about the others? Jane, Louise, they're not fighters. Why, oh, Tifa, blimey. <laughs> they're really shit and stupid. <laughs> kind of useless, really. Hey, Tifa can't talk about anyone else being it's stupid. <laughs> it was their choice. I can't make them stay here. MC said reluctantly. If the truth were known, he'd rather they did stay here at the mansion. Not only so they were safe, but also so they could watch Tifa. MC kissed Tifa on the forehead and said goodbye, hoping it wouldn't be the last time he set eyes on her beautiful face. So like, Tifa is like, oh, where are you going? <laughs> Down the hall from MC's bedroom was the weapons room. He had already decided that he wouldn't need to take too many weapons. His favourite sword would be sufficient. But what about the jacket pockets? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're pretty full of weapons anyway. Like, okay, back up. Also, was it Chip or MC whose favourite sword broke or something at one point and yeah, got lost? Yeah, I think it was MC. Was it MC? Or, or, maybe, hmm. or maybe he's got a new favourite sword now. Yeah, you that know, sounds it's like familiar. When you've got kids, one of them dies, you get a new favourite. <laughs> Just the way it works. The one that dies, the so one... you don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Are you ready? Chip asked as MC walked in. Near enough. 
MC noticed Chip had already tucked two sides in his trouser waistband. Not the jacket pocket. I feel that the waistband is going to be the uh, thing now. Oh, okay, like Jay yeah. had the kendo stick down there. Yeah. And Chip's got two sides as well. Wait. <laughs> two sides in your waistband. <laughs> What's really cool about size in your waistband is they do the thing where the long one goes down, but the two other prongs just sit on the waistband. That's very true. It looks cool. Yeah. Like a turtle. <laughs> I've also seen Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. <laughs> How is she? Chip said to MC as he picked up his sword. MC looked back at Chip. I know this was your idea. <laughs> Why don't I know how to spell your at this point? Surely by 15 I knew. I know this was your idea, to hit the police station. But just because we all agreed to it, doesn't mean any of us trust you. Most of what you said earlier was true. This does need to end. And if it's tonight, then great. But if you cross us, or I have the slightest incline... <laughs> That you're going to stab us in the back, I will kill you. No delay, no, is this the right thing to do, crap? You will be dead. All Chip has asked is how Tifa's getting on. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like she right? <laughs> what are you having for dinner tonight? If you cross me. <laughs> What's the weather like? <laughs> I will end you. Chip nodded in agreement and said nothing. I mean, Chip is totally down for this, apparently. Yeah, He's like, yeah, all right, no worries, yeah. I guess Chip doesn't know if he's going to be evil or not, apparently, so... <laughs> I don't feel like killing all my friends, but I guess I might, so... You know when sometimes you think, oh, I won't be hungry, but then you are? <laughs> well, it's like when you leave the house and you don't think you need a wee, and then you get down the bottom yeah, of the road and you're true. like, oh, I need a wee so bad Also, now. I need to murder my friends. <laughs> MC left the weapons room first, with Chip following closely behind. He knew what MC meant. In their eyes, Chip was still not to be trusted. Does he know that's what MC meant? It's because that's what MC said. <laughs> Is that like a little clue that they left there? That was to be expected. Even in his first few hours back on this earth, Chip knew that chances were he would never regain that. But he never thought he'd feel like such an outcast. He never really thought about how much his friends had meant to him before he had turned evil and tried to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little, little oversight there from Chip. <laughs> He hoped that one day he would overcome the past fears that had driven him to darkness in the first place and he would return to the group. That's what he needs to do. Overcome his fears. That's, <laughs> that's what's really holding everything Go up back. a really tall building, <laughs> get over your fear of heights and then your friends will be fine with you murdering them again. <laughs> and clearly that heroic sacrifice wasn't enough for them, so... Ungrateful bastards. No, Chip, also you need to handle a spider. <laughs> You need to do some sort of charity-sponsored abseil. <laughs> Inside the small space of MC's car, there was a deep air of tension as he and Chip got into the front seats. I feel like, you know, Chip should have lost his front seat privileges when it's he tried true. to end the world. I bet he's still trying to choose what tunes as, as there are as well. <laughs> sure you want to do this? MC said to Louise and Jay. Louise nodded, whilst Jay said, MC, we've known each other for a long time, and I just wanted to say, I love... Jay, shut up. MC started the engine and they were away. Good thing there's no more unhealthy emotional <laughs> dealings with anymore. MC's been really mean to his friends in this episode. Weird. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, I guess maybe you could justify the meanness to Chip. But I mean, <laughs> poor Jay. Jay's just trying to make a connection to his friends. I know. Although part of me wonders if, because Jay felt um, quite out of the group for a long time. Mm. And there was an episode where he tried to leave and mm. go home. Is this almost back to normal now? <laughs> is he always like, ah, oh, familiarity of being, <laughs> being, having people be mean to me? It's, uh, it's like I mean, home. He didn't enjoy that necessarily, though. No. 
And they kind of did... Both MC and Louise have kind of been nice to him since. Like when, well, at least uh, once, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, when Jay was portaled away, uh, MC was really trying to get his friend back, you know, and worked sure. really hard and was really pleased to see him, and Louise sure. was after that as well. Okay, yeah, I guess Jay understands that they do love him, it's just that they're too repressed to actually express it. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> it is an abusive relationship, yeah. yeah. The street was deserted, like an old Wild West film where all the locals would watch from inside as the sheriff and the bandits had a shootout. I'd clearly watched the cowboy film quite recently. It wasn't much different nowadays. Only the sheriff and bandits played for different sides. How, how, do they like, the police announce like, there's going to be a big fight with ninjas now, everyone stay in your homes. <laughs> well, I imagine it's probably like three in the morning. It's not like you wouldn't go and raid a police headquarters at two in the afternoon. That's true. Yeah. The gang exited the car and stood outside the police station, weapons at the ready. So what's the plan? Louise asked. We all go in, guns blazing. It's almost like bringing guns would be a really good idea <laughs> instead of a stick. <laughs> yeah, why didn't Buffy use guns more? She used a rocket launcher once. Yeah. But just get an AK. Yeah. <laughs> it would make for a much shorter... Yeah. Cut their legs off and yeah. then you can just stab them really easily. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Chances are they know we're coming. Chip suggested. Why don't we go home and think of a different plan? Said Jay. Lou, you and Chip, go round front. Jay, come with me. Where are you going? Louise felt a little uneasy about being with Chip, but MC had already asked her to take that responsibility. There's sewer access just around the back. I saw Harato there once. I'm guessing it leads directly into the HQ. Anyone who makes it out alive, meet back here. So they see this as a real kind of kamikaze mm. mission, and they really don't think uh, and everyone's coming out of this alive. If they think that they're all going to die... Why do it? Because it's not even defeating Mr. Johnson, who is the big bad. It's just... Maybe they feel like there's no other way. Yeah, true. They, they have to try this, because if they don't, mm. then Harato and Mr. Johnson are going to win anyway. True. Um, I'm curious to see why Chip thinks they know they're coming already. Maybe they've got spies or something, or mm. CCTV outside the building. I mean, or... it would make sense. It's yeah. a police station, presumably. <laughs> Hirato does seem like one of those bad guys who just seems to know everything that's going on as well. Yeah, so. or it's almost like it was written by like quite poorly, <laughs> and people just kind of know stuff somehow. I don't know about that. Louise hugged MC and Jay, whilst MC patted Jay on the back and avoided his friend's attempt at a hug. Oh, thank God, I was worried there might be an expression <sighs> of emotion. Oh, damn it. Chip watched from behind. Ready? He finally said, Let's do this. MC replied. The two ninjas exchanged glances, which could be interpreted as mutual respect for all they had been through. Alright, don't need to get all expressive <laughs> about it. Jesus, looking at each other. No, Yay! sorry, a shortly, just a glance. <laughs> Jesus, why didn't you get married? MC and Jay dashed around the back of the police station, whilst Chip kicked the doors down on the front and charged in with Louise. The fight was on. Again, I, I really do question their tactics at some point because um, they're ninjas. They should be a bit stealthy, you know? Yeah. Like, where's them crawling through the vents and stuff? Yeah. And, yeah, and I... Again, respect to Louise and Jay for being there, but what are they going to do against yeah. trained police? Yeah, they're literally... They have guns. Yeah. Jay has a stick. <laughs> And, like, I don't know if Louise's hand is healed up from when she, like, broke it or whatever on the punch bag oh, that yeah. time. And, yeah, this is why they need Shinno Khan. Like, he came up with all the best plans, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Most of which were, go here, do this, don't ask why. <laughs> they really should put benches outside police stations. 
Chip thought as he sat on the curb just outside. He could hear feet pounding the ground as two men came running from around the corner. Hmm? What? So, maybe we'll, maybe okay. we'll find out. Maybe. Okay. Where's Louise? MC demanded to know. Chip just about heard him over Jay's frantic panting. Here! She replied as she stepped out of the police station's doorway. So... Jay said between gasps. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Louise added. The gang stood outside the police station, completely confused. Well, I know how they feel. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling right now. I thought we were getting to like a major fight scene and big ambush or whatever. Hmm. Doesn't seem like that's happening. Can I be the first one to say, what the hell just happened? MC said. I'm guessing they knew we were coming. Chip replied, standing up, and got out of here. Ooh, has the police station been all abandoned? abandoned. Ah. That's disappointing. <laughs> I really thought we were going to have like a really cool action-packed episode. Yeah. Instead, they just sat outside wishing for benches. <laughs> can imagine Harato having a good old giggle. <laughs> I hope he's left one camera and like, he has a little speaker that he just speaks to them through in a minute. Like, oh, ah. proper villain stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After building up so much adrenaline, preparing themselves for an ultimate battle of good versus evil, and then to find out the entire police station was empty, was a big letdown. That feels like a review for this episode more than anything else. <laughs> the series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the letdown part, anyway. But they weren't all evil, right? Louise said, stunned. From what I know... MC tried to make sense of it all. Most were just regular Joes, working a job. It was Chief Inspector Harato and his little band of samurais that were the problem. He must have cleared them all out, Chip said. I just can't believe the entire Tokyo police force is gone. I like how the entire Tokyo police force <laughs> are all inside the police station. Every single one There's at one, all times. <laughs> There's just one police station in all of Tokyo. We did establish earlier in a previous season that there's like two guys in it and an office building. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's one dude on the desk. Yeah. yeah, And then the basement where all the samurais are not getting their pay rise. <laughs> is this just a way to stop them from having to kill a bunch of... Definitely, probably innocent people, so they don't have to be all villainy. Maybe, maybe. I kind of thought they might do the Terminator 2 thing. Mm. You know, when he's like... Oh, oh he doesn't kill anyone. Yeah, yeah, no casualties sort of thing. Yeah, or, yeah I thought they were going to do something like that. Okay. But maybe this was just a way of me getting out of him to write big action scenes and you know plan it all out. And Trying to explain it. how Louise and Jay would possibly <laughs> survive. Yeah. I just can't believe the entire Tokyo police force is gone. Louise stated. Come on. MC said. Let's go back inside and see if we can find some useful information as to where the hell they've gone. The gang headed inside, completely unaware that they were being watched from above. The vampire retorted what Louise had just said. (laughs) The entire police force is gone. He smiled with his demonic face and left the rooftops above the police station, anxious to spread the word. But there was something he had to do first. He had to take care of the ninjas. So just some random vampire has overheard this? Yeah, presumably he's, he has a plan, though, if he's, he's going to take care of the ninjas. Well, from what it seems like, it's like the police are gone, therefore I can wreak havoc on the city mm. because there's no one going to stop me. Although I don't really know why the police are fighting vampires. Maybe yeah. it's a thing where the samurai were actually fighting vampires and demons and stuff like that. Maybe. Oh, and when they're gone, then there'll be a big influx of vampires and demons. Yay! And then they can steal TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Just what vampires won't really want to do. You can imagine like the police sketch artist. 
Well, his forehead was kind of wrinkly and he had giant teeth and his eyes were yellow. Demonic face. Inside the police headquarters, they gang search through the multiple desks and chairs. <laughs> Why are they searching they're, through chairs? They're finding more uh, furniture for the lobby. <laughs> Are they hoping to find some sort of USB stick sellotape underneath the chair <laughs> marked secret plans? <laughs> Inside the police headquarters, they gang searched through the multiple desks and chairs trying to find anything that would be of use. All they found so far were very normal cases. MC found Harato's office and pushed the door open. He held his sword close to his side in case the chief inspector had left any surprises. The office was seemingly spotless when nothing happened. MC placed his sword on the desk and started sorting through the desks and drawers. This is a really boring episode so far, isn't it? I know part one is usually the setup to everything mm-hmm. that's going to happen, but literally they've been in a car, we've made innuendos about their weapons, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they set up for this big fight, nothing happened, uh-huh. a vampire showed up, now they're going through chairs. <laughs> and drawers. And drawers. Thank you. <laughs> and multiple desks in this office, apparently. Anything? Jay called out as he and Louise searched the main reception area. The secret plans just behind the reception <laughs> desk. <laughs> A little post-it note saying, gone to secret hideout. <laughs> Nothing. Ooh! Jay shrieked. <laughs> what is it? You found something? Yeah, a Mars bar. An evil Mars bar? <laughs> a Mars bar that's got all the plans secretly <laughs> embedded inside it? Chip came back into the reception after his search. I found the underground part of this station, and from what I saw, Deputy Dog didn't use it. I think Deputy Dog is... A cartoon? Uh, yeah, but we didn't fucking... We didn't have that in England. I, I, you must have seen it in a Joss Wind <laughs> thing. Quite possibly, it. yeah. That, yeah, because I don't remember ever watching any Deputy Dog. I, can't, I don't even know what I it is. I can't picture is. him. No. Yeah. Okay. I found the underground part of this station, and from what I saw, Deputy Dog didn't use it. This was for the SWAT team, no doubt. I wonder how MC is getting on, Louis said. The once clean office of Chief Inspector Harato was home to a forest worth of paper and MC kept searching. Still, he had yet to find anything incriminating or something that would lead them to Harato's whereabouts. Deciding they wouldn't find anything, MC kicked the desk and picked up his sword. He noticed a single piece of notepaper hanging from it. MC picked it off his blade and read, Dear Ninjas, did you really think we'd leave you any clues? Your pal, Chief Inspector Harato. <laughs> He's such that villain. I know. He really is that villain. <laughs> well, I'm slightly confused. I think it's just badly... Do I think it's badly written? Maybe. <laughs> um, but it kind of gives the impression that in the time that MC put his sword down, somebody has stuck a piece of paper <laughs> on it. Like Harato was just hiding in a cupboard, giggling to himself. <laughs> He's also got a little poster on his back of him that says, Kick me. <laughs> And if he doesn't, if he looks around, someone's going to be on all fours and someone's going to push him over. <laughs> Squirt his uh, crotch with water so it looks like he peed himself. I'm sorry, if we're going to make jokes about sticks and waistbands, can we make a joke about crotches and water, sticky? <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly we can't do that. <laughs> That's not a thing, apparently. Bastard. MC rejoined the others and passed the note around. They all shook their heads as they read it, as if they came to the same conclusion of Harato. So what now? Louise asked. I've got an idea. MC insisted? That's an interesting way of phrasing that. (laughs) No, you don't, MC. No, really. (laughs) As they went to exit the police station, a glass bottle was rolled in. 
At closer inspection, they saw a rag inside the bottle, and that rag was on fire. Cocktail! Emptied! <laughs> it's a Singapore sling! Someone's thrown a pina colada in! <laughs> oh god, there's mojitos everywhere! Oh god, they're singing the song! <laughs> Chip grabbed Louise whilst MC got Jay. They leapt out, just catching the end of the flames as the Molotov cocktail exploded. The back of Chip's coat was singed, as was MC's hair. He felt his ginger locks and said, This is a long time ago <laughs> when I actually had hair. Because you used to have a lot of hair. Yeah, now I have literally none. None, that's amazing. This well, really... obviously it was burnt off by someone throwing a Molotov <laughs> that's cocktail. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I feel like this dates it more than anything else. Well, it does for us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Even more than the homophobia. <laughs> He felt his ginger locks and said, They'll pay for this. I think there's a bigger picture to all of this. Chip said. The others looked him the others looked him and waited for an answer. The evil that is the SWAT and Harato might be missing, but this city is still under the protection of the law. Or at least it was. Wait, what? But this city is still under the protection of the law, or at least it was. He's saying that when Harajah and Swat are... It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Okay. Sort of, but with general crime rather than vampires. Okay. Um, Swat and Harajah were bad people, but the police, as a general, did keep the law. See, I see. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you for explaining this thing I wrote. (laughs) It's quite subtle and complicated, (laughs) so... You're really in tune with 15-year-old me. (laughs) I mean, I wish I was at his level of skill <laughs> in writing and plotting and, uh, and as, wo- wokeness. Exactly. <laughs> the evil that is the SWAT and Harato might be missing, but this city is still under the protection of the law. Or at least it was. Now there's nothing stopping every single mugger, rapist or arsonist from burning this place to the ground. And from the looks of things, I'd say someone already knows. I'm trying to remember what the three crimes were that <laughs> Jay's dad did. All known crime. <laughs> Come on. MC said, getting up off the ground. Louise and Jay followed as Chip looked around quickly to make sure they weren't followed. He had an idea as to where MC was going. Are they going to like beat up a crime boss or something? I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe they're going to have to put like the city back in order before they can do anything else. Mm. This is such a video game layout to this season. Mm. It's like you've got the main villain or the main boss that you need to get to, but there's so many little like sidey quests and mm. bits where you have to go off and get a thing and come back and do a thing before you can get to the main thing. It's kind of irritating in a way. <laughs> it's going to be like, ah, but before you can do anything about law and order, you need to get me 16 <laughs> pairs of socks. Find all the hidden feathers around the town. <laughs> Um, also, are they not going to go after the person that threw the Molotov cocktail? They, they just sort of like brushed it off and gone, oh, that's fine. Sorry about the coat and hair, but you know, whatever. That hair will definitely grow back. Never lose that. Be safe. Hold with the ghost of protection. Let no persons cross this threshold. Dom chanted. As if you couldn't guess that it's the antique shop owner, Dom. <laughs> His magician uh, heritage <laughs> coming out again. I think this leans more into his wizard heritage, that's doesn't it? Joke. We don't make jokes on this show. <laughs> this is a very serious literary review. He could hear the looters from a couple of streets away, and he wasn't going to take any chances with his shop. Jesus, like, the Tokyo is just straight away falling into this complete <laughs> bedlam. <laughs> what has happened? That one vampire just went around shouting, like, The police are gone! There's no one here to protect you! Crime! <laughs> he could hear, actually spelled incorrectly, the looters from a couple of streets away and he wasn't going to take any chances with his shop. It hadn't been long since someone had attempted to rob his shop 
and he had only just got a brand new window after one of the ninjas had thrown one of the thieves through it. Again, no mention of the guy whose head was blown off with a shotgun. <laughs> it's all about the window we've done. Be done! He yelled. A green barrier wrapped its way around the antique store's front window and door. He was safe for the time being. Okay, so he's casting some sort of protection spell sure. or something, leaning into his magician heritage. Yeah. <laughs> what a good joke. <laughs> Dom suddenly remembered he had yet to do the back entrances to, sh- to shop <laughs> when he heard someone come through the back door. He ran behind the counter and fetched his baseball bat. Wouldn't his gun work better? <laughs> well, the gun he used to shoot an angel. Oh, he only had one dart as well. Yeah, but I mean, still a gun. <laughs> you've like, <laughs> someone's died in your shop, your window's been broken, you've been beaten up by a ninja, yeah. like, just get a gun, mate. <laughs> I warn you, Dom called out, I'm heavily armed. So are we. Jay shot back. He has a stick. <laughs> it's a stick versus a stick fight, literally. <laughs> Dom lowered his bat when MC, Chip, Louise and Jay entered the shop area. Ow, oh, it's you. He sighed. What are you doing here? Looks like we've got a bit of a problem. MC stated. Yeah, I think you might have had a hard time getting your head around this. Louise added. If this is about there, spelt wrong, being no police force in Tokyo, then I'm way ahead of you. See, he's the man that just knows things. Yes, he is. He's been in a trance again and he knows. <laughs> you already knew? Chip asked. Yeah, I have my... Sources, we know. MC said, finishing Dom's sentence. Well, you look well prepared. He said, looking at Dom's bat. (laughs) Which appeared to be signed by multiple Japanese baseball stars. (laughs) Now you're going (laughs) to let the audience make their own joke there. No, where are you you going with that, MC? (laughs) I'm just in the middle of putting up a mystical barrier, actually, to protect my shop, actually. No one can get in or out. Dom smiled, holding up his spell book. <laughs> so proud of his magician heritage. <laughs> you mean like we just got in? Jay asked. I haven't quite finished yet. Dom shot back. Anyway, you never answered my question. Why are you here? MC explained. With the exception of Ferrato, the police were pretty much a good thing. They still protected the streets when they could and stopped crime, etc., But now the city is free of that law and protection. And we're sure someone overheard us saying the police were no more, Louise said. So it's the gang's fault. Um, (laughs) Because they blurted it out. I feel like somebody would have noticed if every single police officer in Tokyo just disappeared. (laughs) It's literally just happened and the crime has just exploded all over the city. Dom looked at MC, horrified. Which is why we came here. The city is about to go into anarchy and we needed a safe house to sort out a plan. I guess they've, they've proven the mansion isn't very safe. Yeah, I'm glad they've learned that now. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised like the Harato and the SWAT haven't just moved into one of the rooms in the mansion and they just haven't noticed. <laughs> when I said, why are you here? Dom said. I meant, why are you in Japan? I thought after what Evangelina said, you'd be on your way to England. Chip dropped his head and walked away from the conversation. The death of the angel he had felt connected to still burnt him inside. His insides are melting. I was going to say that as well. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is... MC said... We're... 
We not exactly rolling in the money at the moment. Or vocabulary. <laughs> and swimming there, spelt wrong, isn't exact <laughs> isn't exactly much an option. <laughs> we not exactly rolling in the money at the moment and swimming there isn't exactly much an option. Well that clears it right up, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is MC okay? <laughs> I might know a guy, Dom said. If you can give me some time, I can probably sort out a deal for you. Who? Does he know there's some like human traffickers or something? Is that what Dom's getting at here? He's got a friend who works at Thomas Cook. <laughs> okay, here's the plan. MC started. Me and Chip are going to go out on the street and try and keep things in order. It won't just be the thugs and murderers that will try and take the city once they know it's unguarded. Every single undead or evil creature will want a piece too. He and Chip headed for the back entrance, where they could still get out. Jay sat down on a chair in the shop, whilst Louise chased after MC. Wait! She called out. What are we supposed to do? Sit tight, wait, and see if Dom gets a lead on his guy. We won't be too long. But I want to help, rather than sitting on my arse here all night. You'll be safe here, with Dom's magical barrier and all. Wait! (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, like going on a suicidal mission to the police station wasn't dangerous at all. Louise snapped. This is different. How is it? This time, I'm not giving you an option. Now stay here with Jane Dom. Louise relented and stormed off back into the shop. MC went back to Chip and they opened the back door. They quickly shut it again. That was a demon, right? Chip asked about what they had just seen. Where the fuck are these demons coming from? (laughs) What? Where is this demon? <laughs> Outside, I guess. That's where they opened the door and then closed it. It's meant to be like a comedy thing. Oh, I gotcha. So they've opened the door and there's a demon standing. Yeah, so right. Close it. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Scooby-Doo gotcha. style. Yeah. Yeah. MC replied. More than one, I think. We should probably kill them. Right. MC and Chip paused for a few seconds, drew their respective weapons and opened the door, spearing the first few demons in their way. When the point of the weapons pierced the demon's skin, they melted away like the witch in The Wizard of Oz. Ah, yes, their, their weakness is getting stabbed a bit. What? And then they melt. The fearsome demon that, if you just get like a cocktail stick and give them a poke, they melt. Clearly, my idea of creativity back then, or maybe just to get away from the fact that I was stealing everything, was to have these weird death scenarios mm. for all these demons and stuff. Like, has there ever been a demon in this show that has just died from having his head cut off? Or just being stabbed or not. Well, these guys... Well, yeah, but they're melted away like a witch. (laughs) That's not normal. Is it not? Oh, you stabbed me, I did now. That's how it works. (laughs) With all those demons. (laughs) It's not very realistic, is it? (laughs) Luckily, there were only four demons at the back door, and the ninjas dealt with them quickly. After all the demons were dead, MC opened the door to the antique shop and called out to Dom. Probably best you get the spell up on this back door, too. He rejoined Chip, who said, Better split up, then. Sounds good. MC replied, You take the east side of the town. I'll check out the west. They split up and started pounding the concrete. Well, hey, to get to their destinations (laughs) quicker. I set the tone very low at the beginning of the show. You did. And that is the end of episode (laughs) 23, part one. Well, what do we think of that one, MC? Uh, uh, Thankfully, my incredible sense of humour. Highbrow, tasteful, 
was here to save what is otherwise a fairly boring episode. It was a pretty boring episode. You have booked en- bookended it with your innuendo as yeah, well. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess it's an interesting thing with um, the police force going and the unexpected ramifications of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I guess Hirato would realise villainous plan and all. He'd know that if uh, the city was left for its own devices, where apparently it just instantly turns into demonic anarchy, <laughs> the ninjas, within five minutes, <laughs> the ninjas would feel the the need to protect it. That's true, actually. And to be fair to fifteen-year-old homophobic me, yeah, <laughs> it. Harato's whole thing has been about distractions for the ninjas. You know, has, everything has. that has happened so far has been taking them away from the main thing, which is obviously Mr. Johnson and him yeah. gathering power. Yeah. Which is how he's got to be so powerful, I'd imagine, yeah. you know, in this time. And this is just another part of it. So they're always one step behind when it comes to Harato. They are. And I guess what intrigues or worries me, maybe, is that we are hurtling towards the end of season three. And we're on another side quest. We're on another side quest and we've still yet to get to the main part. So I don't know if the main villain in Mr. Johnson in the end is going to be a bit lacking. Or if it was just before the next season. I don't... Well, I mean, I don't want to say too much because obviously I've got a rough idea of kind right. of what okay, happens. Okay, okay. Um, but even with Harato, like, he's been mm. a bastard and he's taken Shinno Khan. Mm. And... Yeah, he is the main villain, I guess, at this point. But yeah. it doesn't quite feel that sort of, you know, Jack betrayed Shinno Khan and betrayed their friendship. Yeah. Chip was such a big deal as well, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I guess it's nice not to have an evil ninja as the main villain for a change. Yeah, and I feel like Harato's kind of his own thing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's distinctive from the evil ninjas. I mean, he's distinctive in the, in the way that he's like every villain from every show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Derivative. Yeah, yeah. Unoriginal. <laughs> but as we always say, these part ones are always set up. Yeah. So hopefully next week we'll have a more interesting episode. We won't have to make so many innuendos just to pad it out. Depends on if Jay starts fiddling with his kendo <laughs> stick at the beginning or not. And Dom's getting more bats signed by Japanese baseball stars. <laughs> um, and I'm still not quite sure why the episode is called Here. Yeah. I thought that was going to have some sort of significance. Maybe that will come out in part two as well. Maybe. Yeah. But if our wonderful uh, listening innuendo-filled audience has uh, any idea what the title of this episode could mean, Mm. there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch with us. You can find us at Facebook, where we're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And you can uh, tweet us some horrible innuendos on Twitter, (laughs) at howiriptoff. You can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud's Oh, fuck, I always say SoundCloud wrong the first time. What is wrong with me? You can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And if you could leave us a rating and a review, it would be really, 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 really appreciated. But not for this episode. No, no think about the whole show as a whole if we've or, entertained well, you. Yeah. Or just think about something you really like and think review about, that. Think like, about pizza. Yeah. Something. Review your last pizza. Review your last pizza that was really great and tasty. As if it was a podcast. <laughs> and just leave five stars and be like, yeah, I love mushrooms and it was really great. The cheese was really nice. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> no, I want that. I want someone to leave a pizza <laughs> review for us. That's what I want for next week. <laughs> And just to say from everyone at the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, which is me and MC. Gigantic (laughs) cast and crew here. For me and MC and all the gang and Dom and Harato and everything, we hope that you are staying safe and well during this lockdown, emotionally, physically, mentally, everything. If you're not, please do reach out to someone. If you feel like you haven't got anyone to reach out to, you can come and talk to us. We've given you all the ways you can get in touch. We just want to make sure you're well and safe and... We just want you to be happy, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.